Welcome to Making Bank, the show for Bankless DAO by Bankless DAO, where each week we highlight a project and a personality from inside the Bankless DAO. We want to showcase the work that we do and the people who do it. This is our story as we journey to become more bankless. If you want to learn more about what it is that we do, then just keep listening. We hope you enjoy today's episode of Making Bank. GM, GM, everyone. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Salman. I go as Salman. It's a job on Discord. And uh, today I have with me Tony Stark from the Stark Industries. Uh, I mean, uh, from Bankless DAO. Uh, Tony Stark is a student and a developer, part of the Dev Guild. He is a role holder in Bankless Africa as a tech steward and also is part of the Mad Hatter management crew. A lot to explore here and I'm excited for this conversation. Thank you for joining on Making Bank. Uh, so thank you for taking time off uh, saving the world and uh, joining on Making Bank, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a Tony Stark joke. If, if you can just, uh, maybe I thought we'll just get started with that. Like, where did that name come from? <laughs> okay, the Tony Stark name. So I started my master's in artificial intelligence. So I'm kind of like, I was in inspired by Tony Stark, like um, looking at this AI. And I wanted to like, you know, create something similar for myself. Quite quite an ambition there. Wow. Actually, okay. yes. I, and I'm still on that mission. Like I just moved to my apartment. I'm like, you know what? I want to automate the house. I want to actually build like an AI that would power my house. But yeah. So when I got into Bankless, I was like, everybody had a pseudo name. And I thought, okay, you know, what is the perfect one? And my nickname used to be Iron Man as a kid. So I was like, you know what? Tony Stark. And I got, and that name stuck. I wanted to change back to my real name, but everybody already started calling me Tony Stark, Tony Stark. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm Tony Stark. <laughs> okay, okay. But you don't have an issue doxing yourself. Oh, no. My real name is Okai. Okai is my real name. In Bankless Dow, it almost seems inappropriate to have your real name and your real picture and all that. It is not inappropriate, but it seems so. It is not, yes. Um, it might be a misconception because a lot of people, and that was same thing for me when I got here. A lot of people had nicknames. So I was like, okay, I'm going to use a nickname. Um, but then um, people started coming in with their real name and I'm like, you know what? I want my real name to be out there, but uh, it was too late. Uh, the Tony Stark already stuck. Nice. Okay, you were, you were talking about your journey into crypto. How did that happen? It's It's been a long time coming. I used to live in Nigeria. I think I heard about crypto first when I was, I think maybe when I was like 14 or 15 years old. At that point, I could not afford crypto. I told my sister, hey, buy crypto. And she was like, no, no. And that time, I think it was it was very cheap. I cannot remember the price. And then I got you know to a point where... I was talking to someone, they told me that the price of crypto was $20,000. That's Bitcoin. And I was like, God damn, I cannot afford that. And I used to know Bitcoin when it was about $200 or less. I cannot remember. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to earn my way into it. And I started doing research. How can you earn crypto? And I found out about DAOs. And it was just a perfect place because you could build, you can learn, and you can earn. And I was like, oh my God, learning and earning someone is paying me to kind of you know, learn and build stuff, I think this is a no-brainer. So I got involved. I actually started learning a lot about crypto, got started using DeFi, and then the bonus was like I was getting paid. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I love crypto. Before that, like uh, you were a student uh, as you were going through this process of uh, learning about crypto, is it? Yes, I started my master's. I literally just started my master's when I heard about this. So how's that going and how are you managing your uh, DAO activity uh, along with master's? 
it is really tough. Like, I'm, I'll, let's be honest, <laughs> I actually love crypto more. I think I found my purpose in this space. I want to be a developer, right? And I would say I've actually not learned anything in school since my second semester. Don't get me wrong. I, on my undergrad, I was a really good student. I traveled around on scholarship also. Um, I was getting all A's, but I was not learning anything from school because I'm kind of like a self-learner. I like learning myself. And actually coming to crypto, I found people that are already in the profession, like they're already building stuff. And it seems like I found my purpose that this is what I want to do. So I just kind of like went on in, like put in a lot of effort more in crypto. Don't take my advice for it, but <laughs> I, I kind of focus more on crypto. So what, what kind of effort? Is it contributions to DAO? Yes, contributions to DAO, um, making networks um, with every other, pro- like a lot of professionals in this field. So I want to be a machine learning engineer, right? I met a machine learning engineer, yeah. I met like a lot of developers with 15 years, 20 years of experience. So I started learning from them personally, like, because I've always been a self-learner. So I was kind of like learning from professionals, if that makes sense. It sounds to me like learning is very much a part of the, like, your team here. You've been following a path of learning and that's led you to DAOs through crypto. Yes, I am a really curious person. I love, like, learning new things. Like, I think every day I challenge myself to learn new things. And crypto gives me that opportunity where, like, there's so much changing, so much things to learn. And I'm like, at first, I couldn't even understand, like, I, I, I want to learn everything, but I cannot. So now I'm actually learning to get a balance that, okay, you know, you cannot know everything, but you can focus and like, you know, be more specific and, and own your skills. So I jumped into like Web3 development, right? Um, I learned a lot of different aspects of it, made friends that are developers that, you know, we just start brainstorming on things and it's just, you know, it's just clicking. No, I actually completely agree with you. Uh, one of the things that attracts me a lot about this space also is this l- new learning opportunity. Everybody in this space is kind of uh, on a level playing field. They may be they may be a little more advanced than you uh, by a few months, uh, at most a year. Uh, but then there's so much to learn and pick up, and uh, there's like across a spectrum of things, like in, in Web three, whether it is it is NFTs, DAOs, crypto, DeFi, all of that. So actually, like whatever time and place you are in your life, uh, everybody seems to be an equal in terms of the opportunity to learn. That is true. And the interesting thing when you said level playing field is like people from all walks of life globally. Like you would see experts from like Australia, Italy, America, Canada. Like this is the first time I guess personally that I'll meet, you know, experts from all over the world combining and like in just one space. And you just have like, I, I feel like a pool of talents to, to tap knowledge from. I totally agree with you. It, it is very exciting. All right. We'll get into Bankless now. But before that, I just want to like understand your space like before you enter like join bankless DAO, wherever you at in your life like uh, in terms of your skills and uh, what you're doing in your life and all that okay before i joined bankless DAO, i finished my undergrad in um, computer programming so i went to a community college first got a degree computer programming started my undergrad computer programming and then i started my master's but i've not had a on the job experience, right? But personally, I'm kind of like a curious person. I've built a lot of websites. I was a solutions architect, AWS solutions architect. So I was certified in that. 
Um, but it was mostly technology. So um, I started building websites when I was like 14 years old or 13 years old. When I was really young, I started building websites well, on WordPress. <laughs> so I think my skill set was in web development, Linux administration. Those were the both. Because, okay, I also built my own operating system. Well, I built oh. a Linux from scratch operating system. <laughs> okay. I, this is getting serious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was more of like a edu- um, education and like self-learning and just building stuff. Okay. And uh, you had a uh, good background in tech, although you didn't have a job as such, but you had like hands-on experience building websites and some programming. Yes. So how, how did Bankless DAO happen? It started from where I wanted to be like, how can I earn crypto? Because, you know, I'm a college student, so I don't have much money to put in crypto. So I was like, okay, how can I, you know, tap into this? And I thought it was a new field that, you know, the crypto space is a true, I believe it has a lot of potential in in like in the in the scale of like a long term so i just kind of i, I was i think i did a research on like on auto and crypto then i found the bankless hq podcast right so i was listening to the bankless hq podcast and they talked about dow and i joined the dow it was still rather new i think the bankless that was about two three months old when i joined it was okay. like yes um then i found people like ernest of guy um team decade and we started like working together and then we bootstrap Bankless Africa. Uh, yeah, at that point, that's where Bankless Africa started. Wait, wait. So you joined before Bankless Africa started? Yes, I joined at that point where it was about to start. So you were part of the uh, early team uh, starting Bankless Yes, Africa. we were about two, wow. three people there. So I was part of, I was probably the third person or fourth person on the team. Who, who are the three people? Ting Decade, NS of Guy, and there's this guy named Hadi. He was from Zimbabwe. Yeah, um, that's how I I started with the Bankless DAO, and then I started learning about DeFi, and then I joined the Developers Guild, and I met a lot of people from all over the world again, and um, I started learning about like Web three, actually building Web three stuff. So I kind of got involved in that space, and then they used different tools, like they were using Next.js, um, they were using um, React.js, they were using Chakra UI. So I had to start learning that too. And my skill just started upskilling. Like it was a point I, I felt like I was growing like maybe like two th- times, two X every week. Every week, my skill level was increasing like two X. Wow. Through the development stuff? Yeah, through the development stuff. Yeah, through the development stuff because um, of the kind of project they were working on and the kind of things I was learning from everybody there. Interesting, interesting. We'll get to the dev stuff. Uh, very excited to hear about that. But early, early days uh, developing Bankless Africa, like what, what was that like? And uh, how were you particularly involved in that? Um, I was still in the tech part. So they, it started with a seed document and they were kind of like, you know, writing about the vision of Bankless Africa and created a scope squad. And it was this weekend, I, I was kind of like on my computer and then I met Ting Decade and Ernest of Guy. They were on a voice call and I jumped into it and they wanted to like build a website. And we like literally sat down there building the website randomly. And then um, I think Genetics popped in and she was like, oh, I can help you out with graphic design. She created a logo and we just sat down there on the weekend and we built a WordPress website. And that was kind of like, you know, that's how I got involved. I was like, oh my God, I've actually not built a website this fast. Like randomly, I like planning and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I don't like, you know, doing things impromptu. But that place, the vibe was right. Everything was set. And then, you know, 
talents were just popping in from everywhere. And I think before the end of this, the call, maybe there were like maybe eight, nine people that just jumped on the call. Different skill set. I can do, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And we pulled all together and we built a website. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get involved in this like long term. <laughs> That's awesome. Bankless Africa is like such a vibrant community within uh, Bankless DAO. And uh, now, obviously, with all the relentless activity that we know of and uh, all the amazing stuff they're producing. So I think it's come a long way since that website. That is true. It's come a long way. Now we have a podcast. We have a lot of contributors. Um, we've gotten, you know, the Bankless grant to acknowledge us. We've, we've made a lot of uh, progress too, aside from that, you know, uh, we are potentially, you know, meeting people. Next, I think in two weeks or three weeks, they're going to be an uh, actual meetup of some people in its, it's safari where they go to Kenya and they're going to like, you know, meet up and talk about crypto. And that is wow. amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> okay, so that's cool. So where is that being held? It's in Kenya, I believe. Sadly, I cannot go. Um, I think it's in Kenya. I'm going to confirm that. Cool, cool, cool. No problem. And you, you still the, uh, you are the tech steward at Bankless Africa, am I right? Yes, I'm tech steward at Bankless Africa. So, like, what, what is that like? What are your activities as a tech steward? So, after building the website on WordPress, I was like, you know what? I want to kind of like match the skill set of people, and like pull more pe- Africans into Web three, but also kind of change the stack to train people or just you know onboard people with skill set that will be relevant to Web3 industry. I know WordPress is good, but I'm thinking most of the time, most of the Web3 applications I've seen are using JavaScript. And they're using, you know, the blockchain technology, which is Ethereum or Polygon or Optimism, you know, all that kind of um, different um, blockchains. So I thought, okay, we should change the stack. So I started that. Um, so we changed the stack to, I mean, Next.js. Well, so you're right working, now, you're working towards making it like a Web3 native site uh, yes. through, through implementing these frameworks that make it Web3 friendly, if I may. Yes. So I would, we are trying to yes put that on RAM so that it will be easy for people to come there. And, you know, because one of the key thing in Bank of Africa is education, right? So um, we actually even, I started an initiative, but it's we because, you know, it's DAO, everybody. And we started an initiative where we started training people on this this skill set that will be relevant in Web3. So we started a JavaScript training, um, Solidity training. And although that is still in the works, we started it, but we still need to improve that. Um, but yeah, that is some of my role or my job, my duties as a bankless text steward. Interesting. So also uh, teaching and mentoring other people is also part of those duty- duties you mentioned, is it? Yes. Yes, it's it's amazing how much that has been. So yeah, I'm I can see you know the works of that because mentoring people with zero um, experience in web development and now they're like you know React developers, uh, next year's developers. Okay, I I'm good at Tailwind. That also inspires me. Like I'm always glad to see that kind of stuff. And so yeah, that is where, where is this mentorship happening? Is it in the Bankless Africa channels or the Dev Guild? In the Bankless Africa channel. And we are trying to integrate with the Dev Guild too. So I'm also involved in the Bankless Dev Guild. So uh, how many people have uh, benefited from this particular mentorship program, you think? From zero to like a good dev, uh, I would say three. But I mean, we're still young. We're still working on like, you know, improvement. But for me, that sounds like a good number, you know. Um, and I'm thinking that, you know, they can also bring more people in that space. 
No, that that is so amazing. Uh, I mean, I, I just I'm just trying to understand like the uh, the impact you're having. It is so amazing because you've just joined like a few months ago. Although the DAO is a year old, like you've been involved like for many months, and you are actually having impact of uh, to people personally through mentorship of a very technical uh, skill, uh, which is really cool. Not not something you get to do uh, often uh, at a regular job. That is true. So uh, let's uh, talk about like. uh the dev guild what's happening the dev guild i feel like that is one area like i personally i'm not too familiar with i know about mad hatter i benefit from the products that the dev guild built uh, but somehow i've not been uh, either involved or like hearing uh, he- heard much about what's happening so if you can just like tell me about like what's happening with the dev guild how you are involved and what are the kind of projects that are taking place over there Okay, I'm involved in the Madata project now, but in the Dev Guild in general, um, you know, when I first started again, most people actually inspired me. So there was like a solidity training um, session. There's knowledge session where people come and um, they, I think I attended one net learning session of like NFTs. And before that, I could not even build an NFT, right? So they had this um, session on like, you know, think i cannot remember the name but it was just a nft nft discussion like development discussion and from there i picked up i made some connections and i reached out to them and you know i learned how to be an nft from that but aside from that they do have like their first quest where you can learn or pick up bounties up to the point where you know you become a dev or if you're not a dev like if you're not involved in dev give right you can you can walk your way on into the dev guild space i also assisted with the constitution so they have a dev guild constitution i was kind of in the first uh, phase of that like working on that part um aside from that we have this initiative of like trying to go into hackathons so hackathons web3 hackathons uh where you go and you network with like a lot of other developers and you build stuff um i actually just finished one last week we won a prize um it was an a- web3 storage prize so um it's global is what it's called so we have this initiative in devbi where we are working towards that too i mean we're managing the website then there's devops infosec where they work on information security so that is kind of you know a cool thing and now and the madata too well we do have a lot of other bots that automates things in the in the dao in general and people might abstract a lot of like the friction between like you know managing daos and that p- makes life easy for everybody in the dao um but that's some of the things in devkit and it is so it's so large that i myself will not even be able to tell you everything <laughs> you probably need to speak with a devkit talent coordinator to kind of get the full information of what's going most definitely there. most definitely we need to dig deeper into the devkit and uh, yeah for sure so you mentioned like building nft you learned how to build nft so what do you mean like building nfts isn't it just uploading on uh, opensea and just kidding if you can just describe like what does it take to build an nft so yeah opensea has abstracted it now that you can just you know put a, a picture there and like put some metadata but you can still have like more functions so there's a a development framework called a madata it's a development i said why did i say madata <laughs> um Add ads. Add ads is one thing you use. You need Visual Studio and Solidity, so you can actually write NFT as code, like right from scratch. You would need um, a storage, and that is where the decentralized storage comes. So Web three storage can be one of the things there. But you have to write NFT as code from scratch, not just like just uploading a picture and downloading. 
So NFT as is it a smart contract? Yes, as a smart contract, and you can include multiple fiction. So with the NFT, you create from what are they calling it um, OpenSea, right? It is a collectible. Um, it might not have as much function, but you can implement so many other things um, into your NFT that even makes it more uh, functional and gives it more. I, I guess make it more valuable. So add more capability into the NFTs through these smart contracts or programs that you build. Yes. So how about we get into uh, the fun stuff, which is uh, Mad Hatter stuff. So you are a Mad Hatter uh, management, uh, part of the Mad Mad Hatter management team right now. Okay, this is my first season working in Mad Hatter, but I will give you a brief overview of how I got there and what I'm doing there right now. So it was last season when I saw a forum post by Nonsense um, in Mad Hatter and someone... um, You you mean uh, Nonsense Twice? Nonsense twice, yes. <laughs> By nonsense twice. And someone was like, it doesn't understand the function of Madata in the, in the guild. Oh. So I kind of like took it as a responsibility to be like, no, um, this is a, a very you know useful project in the DAO because it automates a lot of things in, in the administration part of the DAO that people would not understand. Or people would not see because they don't have to deal with that daily. Like guest pass automation now. Right. Imagine someone like, you know, renewing the guest pass manually every 14 days, because, you know, to get involved in the, in the bank list, you have to either be a uh, old 35,000 bank or have a guest pass. Right. And that guest pass space is what gives accessibility to people that cannot get involved because of financial reason. Right. You can get involved with the guest pass and Madata totally and uh, automate that process so that, you know, people will not have to manually have to wait for guests or, you know, have to kind of manage that manually because I think that would be a chaos. So that is one reason or one one importance of Madata in the DAO. So I was like, oh, yeah, Madata is really important. Uh, I need to kind of like get involved in this stuff. So I reached out to Nonsense and he was like, yeah, join um, the team if you have the capacity. And then I was like, okay, definitely. So I got involved in Madata, downloaded the code base, kind of like read through it. And like, I did not know all these functionalities that Madata has. And we are actually working on um, partnering with WhenElp to educate the rest of the DAO on what Madata can do. So imagine if you get to the DAO and you want to form a squad. If you want to work on a project, right? Um, there are sometimes you want to get a scope squad. That is, I feel like the first step in completing a project. And Madata now can help you with forming a squad. So there's a command where you can be like slash squad up. You can get people that are interested to sign up to your project. Madata also helps with um, the coordinate. You know, that is how people get um, paid in the DAO. Uh, Madata actually helps with that coordinate form um, release. And right. you can also do, we are working on integrating like the timeout. So you can actually track the time you spend in the DAO. Um, Madata was works with that too and helps with a lot of like the logs and that is behind the scene where you can kind of like really administrate um disco interesting i didn't know that it had so many functions <laughs> i see mad hatter you know sending out these uh, delivering these jokes and motivational messages all the time and of course guest pass is like an extremely useful use case but also there are other useful stuff functions like away from keyboard and all that which i actually did not really know about yes and th- that is just one of the beauty of madata i w- i don't want to shield anything yet we're, but we're working on some other things to make it more friendly for people because it seems that not a lot of people kind of know the full capacity of madata so one definitely we are looking at you know that education part but also 
Um, I'll, I'll wait for nonsense to say this, but there's an alpha coming in for Madatessa. By the way, uh, Making Bank is also an alpha channel for the uh, ah, for nice. Bank <laughs> But sure, we'll wait for. Now I will keep this one. I'll keep this one. <laughs> The coordinate, the coordinate uh, request, right? For example, mm-hmm. uh, you're able to do a coordinate command. I mean, you're able to do a slash coordinate, and uh, you'll receive like a appropriate link. Uh, so, how how does that happen? By the way, is, is do you do you have a dashboard or something, or is it like ingrained in the code? It's ingrained in code. So, when you say uh, you, uh, man, management of uh, Mad Hatter, it's all like code work, is it? It's not all code work. It is. Uh mostly reviewing code and make sure we are maintaining it. So, you know, there's always dependency. We It has a couple of dependencies, right? And because we are working with other people, we want to make sure that this code is functional because if there's a new update, we want to, you know, make sure that that update is goes. Um, we're going to also be we actually are creating a bounty pool to get other devs involved in it, right? So we're also looking at reviewing code so that if, a, a new dev is in the DAO and wants to work on tax, there will be a bounty where you can pick up that bounty and work on the code. We would review that code to make sure that, you know, it is compatible with what we are working on and um, creating new features too. And and one of those features, like the alpha I'm talking of that is coming in place, we are working on something um, that will make it even easier for people, right? So one is just reviewing code um, making sure all the dependencies are up to date and doesn't break and everything is functional there, but also onboarding more devs into it and educating them. Sounds awesome. And I look forward to hearing what uh, else is in development uh, soon. So finally, I thought we'll close it out with just general uh, reflections on your uh, career in DAO. Like what have your learnings been like? And also generally being a student, uh, what are your like external experiences being like a Web3 contributor and what kind of, uh, you know, evangelism you do outside of Backless DAO to help out your friends uh, in Web3? Oh, so I started this um, Twitter space. Well, I didn't start the Twitter space, but I got involved in this Twitter space. Um, someone started it. She, this is a marketer from, from Germany. She reached out to me and thought about, like, how can we help more students, like students get involved in Web3? Because, you know, that transition might be a gap. And how can we bridge that gap or bridge the barrier? So we decided to start a Twitter space. We actually, this is the third week of it and we've been consistent now for three weeks not a lot but we spent uh, an hour on twitter on wednesdays talking about like our experience as students in web theory and educating people on like okay how can you get involved as a student in web theory and what are kind of like the resources that are out there for web theory that students can tap into and get involved in so i do that part I also kind of like talk to a lot of people about Web3. I started a LinkedIn thread where I teach developers still how to get involved in Web3 or just some of the things I've learned in my journey as a Web3 developer. And most of those people on my network are students, right? So uh, I do that to just educate more people and just, I guess, make it more accessible for people. Awesome, awesome. What is generally the usual advice you have to people to get involved? The usual advice is just get involved. <laughs> I, I know it sounds it sounds funny because for me too, I, I it took me a long time because I'm someone that like to understand things before going in. So I'm like, yeah, I'll sit down and like you know try to understand everything. There's a lot of things to understand, but I think you learn by practice. So when you see like anything that you are slightly interested in, just jump in. Don't 
waste time in trying to understand what it is. And there's this thing, ape in, ape in. Yeah, just ape in and you you will love it because it's an amazing community. Talk about the community. I know I mentioned that you meet like industry professionals, you meet people with like different or from different walks of life. But I came here, I guess, looking for how I can earn crypto, but I stayed for the community because it's just amazing. So I'd say like this is just the best place to be right now. <laughs> so if you are kind of like in between things or trying to understand where you are, you can actually find that kind of stuff in Bankless now. Damn, that is true. And I completely agree with you. What a place to even hang out. And obviously a, a lot to con- contribute, uh, learn. That is true. And value. Like you will be excited about like the impact you're making because I, I can like look back to where I started from and where I am today. And I'm like, Oh my God, look at this kind of, you know, contribution and this actual impact. You know, I see people that start from zero in a DAO and I can, I can testify to this. That starts from zero and I can look at where they are today and I'm like, Oh my God, like this is just amazing. And it is actually making a lot of people's life better. I would say for me, it's made my life a lot better. I'll tell you that. Because I, I can, you know, look at things that I can, you know, see the growth in. Nice. Happy to hear that. Awesome, Tony Stark. Uh, this has been a great conversation and a great meeting you also. Uh, thank you for joining Making Bank. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm Sal. Salman needs a job? What is your real, what is your name? Like, what is, what do you go by? Is it Salman need a job? Yes, yes. Salman needs a job is my uh, first name. Just kidding. <laughs> my name is Salman actually and uh, I go by Salman needs a job because I do need a job. Okay, Salman. I hope you find one. Oh, you actually have a job now. Yeah, that's right. Bankless DAO has uh, given me uh, a lot of work to do. That is true. All right. It was nice talking to you. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to Making Bank, a production of Bankless DAO. If you'd like to learn more about Bankless DAO, please visit bankless.community. And if you like the show, please subscribe and rate the show on your favorite podcast platforms. See you next week on another episode of Making Bank.